how many applications should you send out when you go to become a police officer? Should you send one? Should you send 10? Which one's best and which way guarantees that you're going to get hired on as a cop? Let's discuss. Before we get started, listen, those gifts are in the description for you. One is the Getting Started Workshop. It's going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process so you know what you're in store for and you're better prepared. It also has some hidden bonuses in there for you as well. Additionally, you can do a live coaching call with myself and we'll jump on and address your specific hiring process, something that is tailored to you and I can help get you started on the right foot so that you can do this one time and not have to go through and get disqualified or not selected and actually go through, get hired and become a cop. Now, starting on that, what is the best way to start applying to become a police officer? Should you send out 10 resumes? Should you send out one? What's better is shotgunning those resumes out there going to help you is being specific and only focusing on one department, the best way to do it. And my answer to this is one, it depends on the individual, but if I was going to give you more of a blanket statement and what I tell a lot of my coaching members is apply to your top three, pick your top three, whether that's if you want to move, if you want to um, stay local, whatever you want to do, pick your top three. So I'm going to pick agencies, A, B, and C. A is my favorite, B is my second, and then C is the one that um, I still want to work for, but they're they're the lowest on the list. What I'm going to tell you to do is reverse those and how you apply to them. And we'll break all this down here in a little bit, but I'm going to apply to C first, then I'm going to apply to B, and then I'm going to apply to A. And the way I'm going to do this, I'm going to apply to C first week, second week, I'm going to apply to B, and the third week, I'm going to apply to A. Now, what's this do? This keeps it tight enough so that you're not looking at getting a job offer from C and still waiting to hear back from A but you're still in the running with A and it's going to, you're going to have to accept with C, even though you really want A because you're going to accept with the first department that, that hires you or first department that makes you that offer, unless you have competing officers offers. So that's, that's that reason, right? If you keep them tight enough together, you can apply to C and B. And if you mess up in those departments or you make a mistake, it's going to be on those departments and you're going to build your experience before you get to your primary department or the main department that you really want to work for. The last thing you want to do is apply to your dream agency right off the bat or first and never have any experience going through the hiring process because if you're going at it alone, there's a good chance you're going to make a mistake. And if you don't have any experience, it's just really going to, to hurt you. You don't know what's you don't know what to expect on for board questions. Now, every department changes up their board questions, but you don't ex you don't have the understanding and the experience to know what a board interview looks like. You don't know what to expect on a polygraph. You don't know what to expect on a psychological exam. You don't know what to expect during uh, PT tests and written exams. All those things hurt you. So if you score if you score bad on your written and your your physical exam, but you pass and you barely squeak through, you want that to be on your C agency, not your A agency, because your A agency, you want to smoke check it. You want to do the best you've ever done on a hiring uh, process because you're, you're really only going to get one shot at, at that department. You can always reapply, but most of the time, if they don't select you or they disqualify you, you're kind of kind of at the whim of if they're even willing to let you apply, or you might have to wait a year to apply whatever, whatever they tell you at that point. So I'm going to apply to three agencies and this is 
this is enough that one agency, if you wait for one agency and you start the process with one agency and you wait to go through and you don't get selected, you just wasted four to six months, right? And of your time, of your eligible time to apply. And then you have to start the process all over again. So that's never, never the best way to do it. You want to have at least a couple lines out there, you know, efficient analogy here, a couple lines out there. So you got a better chance of catching something. If you're, if you have to wait and you're doing it one at a time, what if you don't get picked up with your first agency? Say you make a mistake, you don't get picked up, and then you went through the process and it took four months. Well, now there's four months gone, and now you need to start the process all over. You're a little bit better, but say you make another mistake or say this, you're just not the most qualified applicant in this. Say it's just a, just a whole bunch of overqualified individuals that, that they say, hey, this is a good application pool, and you're not the most qualified in that one. Well, then- now you're waiting another four to six months to apply to another agency. It just doesn't make sense to do it that way when three agencies aren't really going to hurt you in reference to the other agencies. Now, well, if that's the case, why don't I just apply to 10 agencies? There's a couple things with that. One, 10 agencies, you tend to lose track, right? You, where am I at with the process? You're always hard. Uh, hawking your email, making sure you're not missing anything. You're probably going to miss something. You're gonna, probably going to have overlapping um, testing dates, which is going to make you get disqualified from a department, which is only going to hurt you because then you're going to have to put down all these different different departments that you've applied to. And we've seen it before as hiring officials. We've seen the hey, this person's just shotgunning their resume out there, shotgunning out applications, hoping to get picked up with any department. They don't care who it is. And it makes you less of a desirable candidate where if you say, hey, I applied to these three departments and I bring you in and I, I'm starting your background or I'm doing an interview. Hey, why'd you apply to these three departments? Well, I took the time. I really analyzed the departments that I felt uh, had good core values and that I would really want to work for. And these were my top three departments. And then, you know, you always want to sell it a little bit more. And this one being my top department. But anyway, that's why you that's why you apply to three. Three is manageable, right? And 10, you're going to start overlap, overlapping dates. Like I said earlier, you're going to lose track of things. You're going to get disqualified. And then you're going to wind up having to put on multiple applications. Hey, what happened with this department? I was still in the process. What happened with this department? Still in the process. Oh, what happened with this department? Not selected. What happened with this department? Disqualified. All these type of things, and it just makes you look bad. The more departments you have under your belt that don't select you, it it does. It's not a good look. It's not those aren't disqualifying factors, but it makes the background investigators and the hiring uh, process or the hiring evaluators, excuse me, say, "Hey, take a double look at your application." And you, as a candidate, say, "Why didn't these other departments pick up this individual? What what did they know, or what did they see, or what did they have that that we don't have?" And it makes them kind of dive into, into you as an applicant a little bit more, but not in a good way, right? Or they just say, hey, we have more qualified applicants or we have other qualified applicants that don't have all these other departments under their belt. Let's let's just move forward with them because the last thing we want to do is make you an offer. And then you tell me a week before when I've already dismissed all my other candidates that you're going with a different department because you applied to 10 of them. So it, it just makes us makes us second guess uh, whether or not we want to make you an offer because we just don't know, <clears throat> excuse me, we just don't know if you're if you're committed to this department if we make you that offer. So keep all that in mind, right? It's It's things like that that you have to consider. So let's break this down a little bit further. If I am applying to to a department 
and I want this department to be to be my number one agency. I'm going to apply to this. I'm going to apply to this department on week three. I'm going to pick three departments. You can pick two. You can pick one. You could pick ten if you want. This is just my recommendation. I'm going to apply to department A on week three. I'm going to say, hey, I'm starting my application process. I'm applying to department C on week one, B on week two, A on week three. I know that because I'm applying this in this close of an interval, there's a good chance that A might still contact me first, especially if they're a more squared away department and they're on top of their hiring process. So the the idea behind it may still not work. The idea of not, not having any experience with the hiring process going into A. However, with that, right, that's okay. You can go through, there's plenty of, of there's plenty of things out there that you can do to prepare. We help you guys prepare all the time. But if you're going through and you say, hey, I'm applying CBA and A contacts you first, don't worry about it. It's a good thing. They're interested in you. It is what it is. It's not gonna, it's not gonna end your chances. But if it was perfect, you'd apply to C, do well in C, they'd move you forward in the process. You apply to B, you do even better on B, they'll move you forward in the process. And then you apply to A. And A, you do the best in the process. So they kind of speed up your hiring process. And then you're looking at getting offers around about the same time. Now, if A comes up and makes you an offer first, especially if it's a conditional offer, great. Everything worked out literally perfect. If if C makes you an offer first, but you have A on the, on the back burner and A is saying, hey, we're just finishing up your process. C makes you an offer. You go ahead and tell A, say, hey, I'm I really would like to work for you guys. I know I'm still in the hiring process. I know I'm just about done. Can you tell me where I'm at? Because C is making me an offer and I don't want to turn them down. If you guys don't have an open billet or an offer for me or a projected date, that gives you a little bit of leverage to, to kind of push your hiring official to say, Hey, remember I disclosed that I was working to these, or I was applying to these three agencies. Are you, um, are you willing to make me an offer? And usually they'll come back, especially if it's towards the end of the hiring process, which all three agencies should be at this point, that they'll say, hey, we're willing to make you an offer and I'll get the documentation sent over to you um, this week. And you can go back to C and say, hey, um, yes, I'd like to accept this position. I need, uh, I need you know, 72 hours to, to confirm though. Just to, I just got to talk it over with my family and just confirm. And then you're good to go. You have the best of all three worlds, right? So you have the best of all three worlds here where, where multiple departments are interested in you. But here's why this is so important. If you make the mistakes, make them on C and B. Don't make them on your dream agency because it's very demotivating or demoralizing. Excuse me. There's a word I'm looking for. Demoralizing that if you go apply to your dream agency and you get permanently disqualified from it because you made a simple mistake that... Really, if you would have known better or you or you didn't misarticulate, you wouldn't have been disqualified or dismissed from it. And now you got to wait a year and you don't want to wait a year to start your, your law enforcement career. These are all things you really should just kind of keep in the back of your mind. That's the way I would attack the hiring process. That's the way we attack the hiring process for about 90% of our coaching candidates and, or coaching clients. And that's the way they... That's the way that we get them hired so quickly is because they don't they don't look bad. Applying to three departments doesn't look bad as if you're applying to 10 at the same time. And they're not 
waiting to go through the process along. If one department decides not to select them, they have two more departments that they can rely on to get picked up for. And usually, usually we can get them hired within their, their first three departments once we start coaching them through the process. But as always, those gifts are down in the description. I hope this one helps you. And the first gift is going to be your getting started workshops and walk you through each phase of the hiring process. The other one is going to be a one-on-one -on -one coaching call with myself. I can help get you through anything specific to your hiring process, any concerns you have, any questions you have, we can address them. And I will let you know what my professional opinion is on your chances of becoming a police officer. As always, stay safe and I will see you next time.